Coming up this week on Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, the Model X design studio finally opens, Elon Musk drops a crumb of Model 3 news, and one of the world's biggest celebrities becomes a Model S owner. Let's fly. Hey everybody, welcome to Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast. It's episode six for September 6th, Labor Day weekend of 2015. My name is Ryan McCaffrey. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're six episodes in. Boy, it is a good thing I started the show when I did because it has been a just avalanche of Tesla news lately. Where, of course, I'm mostly going to talk this week about the Model X design studio opening. Uh, a couple of other interesting facts as well. But before I get to the show, a couple of interesting things I wanted to bring up. First of all, uh, I don't know how many of you out there are video game players, but that is what I do for my day job. I work at IGN.com where we uh, review video games, preview them, feature stories, all kinds of fun stuff. Anything in and around the world of video games. And, uh, of course, Tesla has appeared in a number of video games. They've been in the Forza series, they've been in the Gran Turismo series. Those are kind of the two big simulation series, one of uh, Forza being on the Xbox and Gran Turismo being on the PlayStation. Well, Microsoft for the Xbox has a new Forza game out this year, Forza Motorsport 6, which is out in, uh, well, as, the, as, of this, as, the, as of when you'll hear this, about a week and a half. And uh, I got to play a final version of it recently for, uh, for the day job. And of course, you know, after I'm r racing around a little bit, they, they give me free reign of the game. One of the first things I went and did is, you know, you go look at the car list and the Model S is in there. Like, great, cool. I definitely want to unlock it. Managed to earn enough in-game credits to do so. And I'll tell you what, the car feels good in the game. Uh, it's, it's definitely quick off the line, as it should be. It'll torch most of the other cars in the game right off the line. There's a feature in the game called Forza Vista, which is sort of, think of it like a dealer showroom mode for all the cars in the game, where uh, you can open, it sort of a, puts you in a first person camera and you can, uh, you can open all the doors, pop the hood, the trunk, lower the windows, sit in the car, all while a, uh, a narrator is telling you about the car. And this is for all 450 cars in the game, which is a pretty cool feature. You know, lets you learn a little bit about the cars in the game. But I have to say that after, after checking out the, it's the P85D they've got in this one, some of their facts are a little out of date. Now, to be fair, this stuff is all done months and months ahead of time. You know, they have to sign the deal with the, each car manufacturer, and then they have to model the car, and then they have to do all these things to get a car into these games. It's not, it doesn't take a week. It takes many months to do it. So it's kind of understandable that they don't have the P90D, which was just recently announced. But I was a little disappointed when I was looking at the car in uh, the Forza Vista mode. The P85D, they've got a couple of out-of-date things about it. The narrator talks about, about, the, about it being rear-wheel drive, which is, of course, inaccurate, you know, that they're, they're referring. They probably recorded that. You know, it's possible that during development, they just had the P85, and then they were able to get the D in there, but didn't go back and re-record 
the narrator voice work. So it talks about the car being rear wheel drive. And then the other thing too, they have last year's colors in there. So for those of you that are fans of the old green, the old very dark blue, the original silver, those are all in the game. But the new ones, the you know metallic silver and the ocean blue, those are not in the game. But I just thought that was definitely an interesting little Tesla thing. It's it, I always love it when when my worlds, my Tesla world and my video game day job world collide. And that was an interesting case of of where you could. Now I will say, uh, from what bit I've played of the game so far, the game is fantastic. The Forza series is I don't even think there's a question. It is the premier simulation racing video game series. I don't even want to say racing, driving video game uh, series. I think it has eclipsed Gran Turismo in that regard. And uh, so far, Forza Motorsport Sport 6 seems absolutely fantastic. So if you do have an Xbox and you want to get, uh, maybe you do have a Forza, in, uh, Forza Tesla in your garage and you want to uh, see it, you want to have it in the game too, look for Forza Motorsport 6 out uh, next week. I believe it's the 15th, whatever the Tuesday is, is when Forza Motorsport 6 will be out for the Xbox One. Also, uh, if you, apologies last week, if you heard uh, the sound of, of drinking, of, of water being lapped up <laughs> during, at some point during last week's show, I heard from a couple of people, that was my dog Maggie, my nine-year-old boxer. I record the show in my home office and Maggie tends to hang out with me whenever I'm in here. So uh, it's probably not the first time, probably not the last time you'll hear her. But if you're wondering what the heck that was, that's indeed what it was. Now I remind you also, uh, I've got a voice mailbox for the show. If you want to call in to discuss something that was on the show, or you want to bring up a question or discussion point, you can give me a ring toll-free at one 800 606 0697 and then dial invitation number 15469. That's 1-800-606-0697, invitation number 15469. Please leave your name so I know what to call you and try to keep it fairly short so we can keep the show moving and get to more calls. But I suspect after this week there might be some things worth talking about between the X and the 3. So with that, we'll get right to it. I'll be right back with the news. Okay, let's get to it. The news this week, the big story. This is the moment that a lot of you have been waiting for, for some of you for over three years. And that is the Model X Design Studio has opened, albeit only for the first few signature reservation holders. And by first few, I mean, uh, according to a sort of crowdsourced report on the Tesla Motors Club forum, it's around, you know, 27 is the highest that anyone could verify as far as, or I should say the, the lowest, I guess, depending on how you want to define it. But uh, those first, the first initial small group of people have been invited to configure their cars in the design studio. Uh, it was a frenzy this week of uh, questions and what's out there and uh, what, what can you get. So if you missed anything, let's go through the recap. It is going to be a 240-mile EPA-rated range, but that's with the P90D. 
So you can expect the standard 90D to be a good bit, a good clip higher than that. Now, of course, the 90D Model S is does not have an exact figure on it, but it's it's said very close to 300 by Tesla, which would seem to imply 290-ish, something like that, uh, considering that uh, what the of what the 85D can do. The X is three inches wider than the S and five inches longer. We knew it would be a bigger vehicle, even though it's on the same platform. The zero to 60 time being quoted by Tesla, and we know from the Model S that their zero to 60 times are fairly accurate. If anything, their zero to 60 times have been a bit uh, conservative. Zero to 60 in 3.8 seconds for insane mode. If you opt for the $10,000 Ludicrous upgrade, uh, which of course will get you the new fuses uh, and, and uh, the, the battery pack, that is 3.2 seconds, which is right in line with what Elon had said back on the Ludicrous Mode announcement. Fully maxed out with absolutely everything, the pre-tax credits price is $144,950 which is basically basically identical to the S. Elon did take to Twitter to explain that, you know, that, a, that the X is going to be about 5,000 more similarly equipped in general than the S because of its size and because of its uh, complexity in, of, of, to build. Now, let's get to some of the fun stuff. Cooled seats. It, it has a ventilated seat. Now, this is, I'm sure this is going to be an option because this the SIG, of course, has... A lot of, has basically everything included in it for the SIG price. But ventilated seats that are cooled in addition to being heated. So this is really good news. I suspect part of this is f just from progress, just, you know, Tesla advancing forward as they have done so quickly with things on the S. But I'll bet you part of it is the fact that you can't, there's no pano roof to open because of the Falcon wing doors, that this is another way to, uh, to make the passengers comfortable in the car. Uh, th see, there goes Maggie drinking some water. <laughs> right on cue. Uh, thanks, Maggie. So yeah, cooled seats. Very curious to see uh, how these perform. It's great to see them in the car. And I mean, certainly, I expect these to make their way into the Model S in the not too distant future as a, as a new option, whether they'll become, you know, the new next-gen seat and just replace the current next-gen seat or whether it'll be a third seat option remains to be seen. Now, color-wise, it's every single color that you've already got available on the Model S with one exception, the return of signature red. Uh, and then interior-wise, the same trims other than a wood finish, which uh, is brand new. That is nice to see. You can, you can see screenshots of that online. And also returning from the Model S signature, white seats, which were at first marked, shown in the design studio as leather seats, but have since come to be clarified. Thank you to Bonnie Norman for helping to clarify this. She has signature number two and she's posted on the board after being in touch with Tesla. It turns out they are synthetic seats. They are not leather seats. So, I mean, for me, 
if I were, I would, I love that white. Now I have a four-year-old and the dog you've just been hearing. So I'm not sure if the white would ultimately be a good idea for me, but I love the photos of the white on the design studio in the X and the photos I've seen of the white uh, in the, in the signature S are, is beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, now I would want leather. I know plenty of people don't, but man, it's, it's almost, un it's unfortunate that the, the white seats are not available in leather, but nevertheless it is a white, uh, that is a signature exclusive option. The white synthetic seat, uh, which and now that, yeah, the, the description has been changed to white luxury seats are finished in high quality synthetic leather that resists wear and staining. Now it's possible that they went synthetic just on purpose because of the staining aspect. Cause a lot of people express, well, you know, what if you, you rub off the sort of jeans and blue on there or, or other things. So it, it may be a, it probably is a conscious decision by Tesla. But, uh, so if, if you're getting a SIG, you've got the choice of SIG red, you've got the choice of the white synthetic seeds. Another fantastic new feature of the X is, you know, again, we haven't seen a, gotten a good look at it in real life, but the windshield extends all the way up above, above the roof line, all the way to the Falcon doors. There's no aluminum crossbar where the roof and windshield would normally meet on the S or any other vehicle. And so as such, you can see the, the sun visor is mounted to the A pillar. And this looks like, this looks like it's going to be a really cool feature that I'm sure Tesla did in part because they cannot have a panoramic roof on the X because of the Falcon wing doors. But I really think that this feature could be really neat. I mean, as, as much as I like the panoramic roof in my time in the Model S, I don't even realize that there's a panoramic roof because I've got the crossbar right in front of me and I'm driving. You know, I guess if you're in the back seat, it's awesome. But uh, yeah, this, this uh, extended windshield could be really cool. That could be really awesome looking. Uh, picks show the, the design studio picks as well show a center console, which is very interesting because it's not listed anywhere as an option on the design studio site. So the question is, is a center console now standard? What if you don't want it? What if you like that negative space there? Can you request it not to be there? But, but the con a console being standard would definitely be a big deal because that's a special order part on the Model S now that is uh, somewhat pricey, I think. So if, if I remember right, it's, is it 600? Or correct me if I'm wrong, folks. But I know it's, it's not a super cheap option. The other big mystery now, people, you know, because Elon, I mean, he's done this to himself, he's been teasing that this, the second row is a sculptural work of art and it's something su super special and there are features of the car that he doesn't want people to see until it's out. And so a lot of that speculation has turned to the second row seats and the photos, the, the photo illustration, because to be fair, you know, if you've seen the Model S design studio, it's not photos of a real car. They're photo illustrations so that you can, you know, swap out the colors and the, and the options. The, uh, so what is that second row? Is, is Tesla hiding something? Do they, do they somehow lean forward to fold down? There are the three of them, the three middle seats, second row seats on the signatures, uh, 
are all on these pedestals. So we know you know they they adjust forward and back on their own. You can adjust them individually there, but are they removable somehow? I mean it, it's it's very interesting to see what's going to happen, what's going to be unique and special about that second row, if anything, or is it just going to be three, you know, very high quality almost, you know, front seatish seats as a as a three seat third row. So time will tell on that. We'll have our answer soon. We did confirm, we, we know for sure now, that the wheels are, the smaller wheel is a 20 inch and the larger wheel is a 22 inch, which we went over on a previous episode. I believe it was, yeah, it was episode three. We covered that uh, after, a, after a photograph uh, of a mule was captured showing 20s. So that, that led me to speculate on that show that the larger size would be a 22 and not a 21 to have a you know, little bit more of a disparity. And sure enough, that is the case, 20s and 22s. Another interesting bit for these initial signature reservation holders, the cold weather package option is saying that it may add a one month delay to your delivery, which is really unfortunate. If you're in a cold climate or otherwise want that cold weather package, and you've been at the top of the list for three and a half years, and now you're, you're gonna have to wait an extra month to get your car, that's really unfortunate. Hopefully Tesla can rectify that very quickly here in the next few weeks. Uh, we also see the third row headrests appear to be removable, along with cup holders between those two third row seats, which is excellent. Uh, the front of the car is conspicuously not shown in any of the design studio pictures. So it seems like Tesla is trying to save the, the, pardon the language, the full frontal reveal for later. And later is going to be, if you hadn't heard, September 29th. Elon tweeted, first production cars will be handed over on September 29th at our Fremont factory. And it was later confirmed these will be founders cars. So the, you, the, these very few first signature reservation holders, this is not for them. This is for the founders cars. So they, you know, they Tesla's been promising the first few deliveries of Model X by the end of the third quarter, and they're gonna they're gonna do it with a whopping one day to spare, <laughs> one day to spare, and it's gonna be the founders not the, uh, the signature reservation holders and certainly not any of the general production reservation holders, but it has begun. Uh, and I'd like to add that I wanna, I'll bring this up again later, no doubt, but again, if you, if you listen to episode one or you, you follow me on Twitter and you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a DeLorean guy. I, DeLorean was my dream car and I had one for 12 years up until uh, sort of somewhat tearfully parting with it a couple of years ago. And I'd like to, to just note that I love, I absolutely love the fact that uh, on September 29th, the Model X will officially become the first mass-produced car with gullwing doors since my beloved DeLorean. So I love that history links them in at least that small way. I know, you know there have been there have been a few other Gullwing cars, but I'm, but those are those have been you know notably the revival, the AMG uh, uh, SLS, the the Mercedes, the, you know the updated the new Mercedes Gullwing. 
but that was a limited production car. That was a very, very limited production car. The Model X will be mass-produced. Just and, and in case you're wondering, the DeLorean was mass-produced. In its first year, there were over 6,000 DeLoreans produced, which for back then was counted as a lot. So uh, that, is, that is really cool. I love that the Model X is going to be the first car, first mass production car with gull wings since my de beloved DeLorean. And by the way, I, if I haven't said this already, you Model X owners are going to love your Falcon wing doors. I promise you. If you're concerned at all, it's not going to be. You're gonna you're gonna not want you're gonna want them on all your cars because that's I miss my Gullwing doors so much. I have this two my I have an Infinity G35 coupe, so it's the two door with just big giant you know swing out regular doors. I and I live and work in San Francisco where there are hills, and so anywhere I park on the slightest incline, they'll you know I try to push it out and then it'll just swing right back and hit me and oh I hate I'm never buying a, a big door two-door coupe car ever again unless it's got gull wings <laughs> I'm never, that's uh that's the only way but I think you guys because you're gonna love them. I mean the and by the way get ready for all the questions people are gonna ask you as well people are gonna ask well don't how do you park with those things and your answer will be Oh, well, actually, the doors are hinged very close to the center of the roof, so they open much more up than out. They only require, well, the DeLorean required 12 inches of clearance away from the car in order to fully open. The, the Falcon Wings on the X should be the same or less because they, you know, they have that extra hinge, that Falcon hinge, to, to even reduce, reduce that clearance even more. I don't know if we have official numbers on what the clearance the doors require is, but I'm sure it's probably going to be around a foot, just as the DeLorean and its stainless steel doors were. But in any case, uh, I wanted to add one other thing, one other little bit of what I hope is insight or some sort of analysis. I think out of all of this, we can take a little bit of Model 3 news from here. You know, the Roadster way back in Tesla's beginning, had signature green. And then with the S, you know, when Tesla started building its own car at its own factory, we got, of course, signature red. And there had been some discussions, which I'd been a part of on the Tesla Motors Club forum, of, oh, is, is Model X going to have its own signature color? Is Model 3 going to have its own signature color? But now, the fact that Tesla is sticking with signature red and the white interior option as the exclusive signature options for the X, I believe it is reasonable to presume that these will be carried over on the signature Model 3s as well. Uh, now, there's a thread. Some people think there won't be signature Model 3s at all because the car is meant for the masses, and I very, I'm very firmly in the camp that there will be signature Model 3s. I think there'll be between five and 10,000 of them, but one way or the other, probably more than the you know, 1,000, 1,250 we've seen for the S and the X, but probably not more than 10,000. But I do think there will be signature Model 3s. I hope to get one. That is, my, that is my goal. That is what I'm planning for. But yeah, I think 
And I love SIG Red. I think it's beautiful on the S. I'm very curious to see it on a real Model X as opposed to just the design studio mock-up. But my my current plan, I'm already we're it's 2015 and we're you know we're at least two plus years away from the three. But if I can get myself a, uh, on the signature list, I'm already pencil me down already for uh, for signature red. And I'll see about, I don't know about the white, the white for the interior. I, I like it on paper, but I don't know about in practice. But uh, yeah, so if you're, if you're also looking at Model 3, I think it looks like now there's, there's some decent circumstantial evidence that suggests that Signature Red will be available to you. Now, speaking of Model 3, uh, Elon tweeted about it this week. It's been a busy, busy week. Elon tweeted... Model 3, our smaller and lower cost sedan, will start production in about two years. Fully operational gigafactory needed because, of course, the price to bring the price down of the battery packs to get the price of the car down. He continues, $35,000 price, unveil in March, pre-orders start then. Now, I'd assumed that pre-orders would start at the reveal event, which he'd previously suggested would be in March of 2016. But it's really good to hear Elon say for sure, yes, that's when the pre-orders are going to start. Uh, and it's also every time he reaffirms 2017, that makes me feel good. Now, I know I've, I'm, I do not own a Tesla. I have yet to experience the pain and suffering of, of Tesla time and having to wait on a list for a car to come out. So, you know, I... I'm very much taking late 2017 as, you know, a 50-50 shot at best <laughs> for the for the Sig Model 3s, but uh, the fact that Elon keeps hammering on it, and the fact that the car he's he said won't be won't have any super adventurous crazy design things a la Falcon Wing doors, and that the car is mostly going to be about just using economies of scale with their existing parts to get the car down in price. Hopefully it'll make it an easier car to ramp up and build, and we'll see. But uh, good to hear Elon reaffirm 2017, reaffirm the March reveal event, and say for sure, yes, pre-orders will start then. Finally this week, this isn't really news per se, but I thought it was interesting and worth mentioning. Uh, and that is Oprah got herself a Model S, Oprah Winfrey. Elon retweeted her where she said, test driving my new Tesla with dealer Dan, love it, exclamation mark. Now I think she doesn't quite understand that Dan is a Tesla store employee and not a dealer, but nevertheless, this, make no mistake, this is a powerful endorsement. Now there's a whole fantastic thread on TMC about called Model S Celebrities, or Celebrities and their Model S, I don't quite recall, where there's lots of neat pictures of, I think James Hetfield has one from Metallica, uh, and, you know, I think, was it uh, Cameron Diaz, maybe? A, a ton of Hollywood people have, have Model S's, but Oprah, to give you an idea, I consider myself uh, very lucky to have what I consider to be a large social media following by virtue of my day job working at IGN. I have about 48,000 Twitter followers. Elon himself 
has 2.56 million Twitter followers. Oprah Winfrey has 28.8 million Twitter followers. So but just to put that, that is a lot. That is a lot. And Oprah, you know, say whether you're a fan of hers or not, she influences a lot of people, a lot of people. So, and particularly, you know, she has a lot of female fans. And so for, you know, and the Model S, we talked about Model S has been kind of a, kind of a boy toy. And the, the X is, is very much designed to appeal much more to women than the S has. Now, she bought an S, not an X, for now at least, but just Oprah tweeting and sort of an endorsing Tesla, it, it won't necessarily sell cars directly, though it probably will, but it should definitely get a lot more women, uh, and whomever Oprah's fans are, men and women, but most, I think it's fair to say largely women, it'll get them thinking about Tesla, either for themselves or them at least maybe being uh, more receptive to their husbands who may have already been bringing it up and say, honey, uh, this, this Tesla, man, what's this? And, and maybe she just didn't, you know, maybe uh, the, the Oprah fan in the house didn't know what the, the, anything about Tesla. And, you know, so this is a powerful endorsement, make no mistake. And it's hey, good to see another, another Model S owner out in, the, out in the field. So congratulations, Oprah Winfrey, on your brand new Tesla. Whew, big news topics this week. Good stuff there. We'll take a quick break for the bumper, come right back, do some plugs, and get on out of here. All right, before I get out of here for the week, I want to remind you to follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan, and you can email the show, teslapodcast at gmail.com, hopefully fairly easy to remember. Check me out at my day job, if you're, again, a video game person, at IGN.com. We'll be reviewing the aforementioned Forza Motorsport 6 that includes a P85D. We'll be uh, reviewing that very soon. Uh, check out my nerdstyles.com website, if you would, for video game and geek-inspired t-shirts and one coffee mug as well. It's a fun little side project I've got for, for just, some, just some fun t-shirts that, that uh, you might like. There's some, it's not all game stuff. It's a game and geek stuff. There's, some, uh, there's a, a good sort of in-and-out versus five guys, one up there I'm particularly fond of, as well as uh, there's about, what, 10? I think 10, we've got 10 designs up there now. So please check that out if you get a chance. Do uh, subscribe to Dave T's weekly Tesla newsletter. It's very helpful for making sure I hit all my bases when I'm planning this show every week. And you can subscribe to his weekly newsletter for free at teslaweekly.com. And you know we did not get to the voice mailbox this week, but again, I remind you, you can dial in toll-free anytime with a question, uh, a discussion topic, whatever you want to do. The number is 1-800-606-0697 and dial invitation number 15469. Again, please leave your name so I know what to call you and try to keep it short. And I'll go ahead and, of course, give my voice mailbox supplier a plug. It is lifeonrecord.com. If you know someone with an upcoming birthday, anniversary, graduation, or some other special occasion, you can give them the gift 
of uh, the unique gift of recorded voices from friends and family telling them why they're special. The recordings can be podcasted or put into a keepsake. Visit lifeonrecord.com to learn more. And that about does it for this week. It has been a fun show. This has been a really, really fun week to follow all the Tesla news, read everybody uh, going crazy on the message board. It has been a fantastic week. September 29th is going to be a blast. I hope they live stream it like they did for the Model S founder delivery event. That would be really cool. I'd love to see that. So we'll wait and see. Hopefully we'll get word from Tesla on that very soon. In the meantime, again, my name is Ryan McCaffrey. I am your very uh, humble host. I thank you so much for listening to the show. Tell your friends, if you work at Tesla, tell your friends at Tesla. You know, It's got to be fun to have a show made about the company you work at. It's got to be fun, right? So in any case, I just appreciate anybody and everybody giving the show a chance. You can do so on iTunes, uh, which many of you probably are. The RSS feed is located at teslapodcast.libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com slash RSS. Uh, And I think that about wraps it up. So this has been Ride the Lightning, the Tesla Motors unofficial podcast, episode six for September 6th, 2015. And I will see you guys next week.